This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 173 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1990. Get a Life premiered on Fox on September 23, 1990 at 8.30 p.m., a surreal sitcom from the mind of Chris Elliott. He plays an adult newspaper delivery boy still living with his parents, played by TV legends Bob Elliott, Chris's dad, and Eleanor Donahue. He hangs out with his buddy Larry, played by Sam Robards. Unlike Chris, Larry has actually grown up, with a wife, Robin Riker, and two kids, played by Taylor Fry and Zachary Benjamin. His wife doesn't want Larry to hang out with Chris. That's a good idea. In season two, Chris moves out of the house and into the garage of a retiree, played by Brian Doyle Murray. We covered Eleanor Donahue way back on episode 11 for Father Knows Best. Chris Elliott was hired as a production assistant on Letterman's NBC series and was there from the beginning. He got some on-screen work in sketches, Google Chris Elliott Letterman cooking oil, and became a writer for the series. He had various sketches on the show, all ending with the word guy. The conspiracy guy, the guy under the seats, the fugitive guy, the regulator guy, each more complex than the last. Elliott also did parodies of Marlon Brando, Jay Leno at a time when Dave and Jay were buddies, and Morton Downey Jr., He got a few movie roles, Manhunter, The Abyss, Groundhog Day, before leaving Letterman to do Get a Life. Other films, Cabin Boy, Kingpin, There's Something About Mary, and the Scary Movie franchise. He was also on SNL for a season in the mid-90s and was a regular or recurred on The Naked Truth, Dilbert doing voice work, The Weber Show, King of the Hill, voice work, Eagle Heart, How I Met Your Mother, Thanksgiving, Schitt's Creek, and Maggie. Elliot has two daughters, both are actresses. Abby was also a cast member on SNL. Bob Elliott, as noted, is Chris's real father and is best known for his long association with Ray Goulding as the comedy team of Bob and Ray. He served in the Army in World War II, then met Ray at a Boston radio station. They had an NBC TV sketch series in the early 50s and did sporadic work on TV for decades, along with radio shows such as NBC's Monitor. They also appear as newsman parodies in the film Cold Turkey. There were two-man stage shows and many commercials, winning three Peabody Awards along the way. Their sign-off, Ray, right if you get work, Bob, and hang by your thumbs. I have a book of some of their sketches. After Ray's death in 1990, Bob appeared in films Quick Change and Cabin Boy. Bob Elliott passed in 2016. Sam Robards is the son of acting royalty, Jason Robards and Lauren Bacall. 
Sam got his start on the stage in an off-Broadway play, then got into films Fandango, Bright Lights, Big City, opposite his father, and was a regular on short-lived TV series TV 101. After Get a Life, he was a regular or recurred on Maximum Bob, Spin City, The West Wing, Gossip Girl, Treme, and Twisted, along with films American Beauty, AI, and Awake. He returned to the stage getting a Tony nom for The Man Who Had All the Luck, as well as a run in The 39 Steps. Robin Riker's parents were also on the stage, and Robin was acting at two years old. She started getting TV guest roles in the mid-70s, and was a regular or recurred on Brothers, Thunder Alley, The Gregory Hines Show, Days of Our Lives, The Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, and Mood Swings, along with films Alligator, The Wedding Party, and Psycho Granny. Taylor Fry went on to Jake and the Fat Man and Kirk before leaving the business in the mid-90s. Brian Doyle Murray is the older brother of Bill and started at the Second City in the early 70s. He was a regular on the National Lampoon Radio Hour and wrote for SNL. He was also a featured player. Murray's other writing work, SCTV, Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell, a variety show that came out the same year as SNL, plus the Caddyshack franchise and Club Paradise. He appeared mostly in character roles in films Caddyshack, Modern Problems, National Lampoon's Vacation, Sixteen Candles, The Razor's Edge, Scrooged, Ghostbusters 2, JFK, Wayne's World, Cabin Boy, Waiting for Guffman, As Good As It Gets, and Bedazzled, and has been a regular or recurred on Good Sports, Bakersfield PD, The George Wentz Show, Love and Money, Yes Dear, The Bill Engvall Show, Sullivan and Son, The Middle, Lodge 49, with voice work on SpongeBob SquarePants as Flying Dutchman, Pigs Next Door, Lloyd in Space, The Buzz on Maggie, The Good Family, Motor City, So far, Murray has 168 IMDb credits. Get a Life was indeed surreal. Chris's character was dim-witted and a bit of a psychopath. He died in no less than 12 episodes but came back the next week. His TV parents wore pajamas and robes all the time, even outside the home. Larry's wife berated him so much that he left her and his family in season two. This left the wife traumatized and obsessed with harming Chris. There's an episode with a new character, Spewy the Alien, an E.T. parody, who projectile vomits and does more stuff I can't bring myself to say. In the end, Chris and Larry barbecued and ate him. The creators of the show had a premise. What would Dennis the Menace be like at 30 years old? The show is also a classic sitcom homage. There are character archetypes sometimes played by their originators. Some actors would play multiple roles in different episodes. The backdrop in the opening credits is the Munster House. There were plans for Chris to become a hobo in the third season, which never came to pass. Due to music issues, it was littered with music of the time, and the show's opening theme was R.E.M.'s Stand. The entire series didn't make it to DVD until 2012. I did find an episode on YouTube. The opening shows Chris delivering papers on his bike. Chris's parents constantly undercut him. He gets scammed by a watch salesman. More than once, Chris goes into a narration with documentary video. When he protests by dropping his pants, he gets arrested, winding up running an undercover sting. The cop gets so annoyed with him, we see him point his gun at Chris's head. We go to black and we hear, ow!
Good Grief premiered on Fox on September 30, 1990 at 9.30 p.m. A vehicle for stand-up-slash-actor Howie Mandel set in a funeral home in Ohio. He plays Ernie, who runs the place along with his sister Debbie, Wendy Shaw, and her straight-laced husband, Warren, Joel Brooks. Ernie's goal is to put the fun back in funeral, and he comes up with crazy schemes to do just that. Sheldon Feldner plays a handyman, with Tom Poson as Ringo, Ernie's dad, who's always running scams. We covered Wendy Shaw in episode 103 for It's a Living, Joel Brooks in episode 110 for Teachers Only, and Tom Poston on episode 78 for On the Rocks. Howie Mandel was expelled from school after he impersonated a school official on the phone, hiring a construction company to build a school addition. He got work as a stand-up in his native Canada, and on a vacation to L.A., did a set at the Comedy Store. This led to a run on game show Make Me Laugh, as well as opening for Letterman's Act. There was also a CBC special and the film Gas, all before a long run on St. Elsewhere. He did the voice of Gizmo in the Gremlins franchise and appeared in films The Funny Farm and Walk Like a Man. Mandel did more voice work on Muppet Babies, all before his short run on Good Grief. For the rest of the 90s, he produced, wrote, and did voice work on Bobby's World with two daytime Emmy noms, hosted a weekly talk-slash-variety show, created the amazing live Sea Monkeys, and did comedy specials. In the 2000s, he became a game show host on Deal or No Deal in the U.S. and Canada, getting an Emmy nom, and joined the cast of America's Got Talent, which he is still on. Mandel is well known for his severe OCD, refusing to shake hands, doing a fist bump instead. In retrospect, not a bad idea. Sheldon Feldner appeared in films Escape from Alcatraz, The Star Chamber, Howard the Duck, and Murder in the First, with a short run on Soap and a lot of guest TV spots alongside Good Grief. Feldner passed in 2010. Good Grief was given a quick funeral, running 13 episodes. The show's creator had previously promoted the show's concept to every network and cable channel in 1983 and was turned down every time. I did find an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is generic 90s reggae with the cast dancing in a graveyard. Mandel slash Ernie is manic, no surprise, partly because it's his birthday. His attempt to being more adult fails miserably. Meanwhile, Ringo runs a casino out of the funeral home and Warren threatens to leave unless Ringo gets kicked out. There's a surprising amount of pathos which seems out of place. The Family Man premiered on CBS on September 11, 1990 at 8.30 p.m. Yet another example of widowed man becomes mother and father to his kids. Gregory Harrison plays the dad, a firefighter who lost his wife in a car accident. He has four kids, played by John Buchanan, Scott Weinger, Matthew Brooks, and Ashley Blair Sterling. Al Molinero, episode 57 for The Odd Couple and Al on Happy Days, plays the bumbling father-in-law who moves in to help. Josh Byrne and Gail Edwards play neighbors. Ed Witter, Peter Peros, and Adam Niesk play fellow firefighters and poker buddies. Nancy Everhart joins the cast later in the short run to play Harrison's new girlfriend. 
We covered Scott Weinger in episode 147 for Full House, Gail Edwards in episode 103 for It's a Living, and Adam Biesk on episode 150 for The Thorns. Gregory Harrison served in the Army during Vietnam as a medic, which would serve him well on his best-known role, the hunky doctor on MASH semi-sequel, Trapper John M.D. Before that, he was the star of a Logan's Run TV show and appeared in miniseries Centennial. He did a number of TV movies and was a regular or recurred on Fresno, Falcon Crest, New York News, Dark Skies, Safe Harbor, Ed, Judging Amy, Strong Medicine, Reunion, One Tree Hill, Ringer, Reckless, Rizzolian Isles, Chesapeake Shores, and General Hospital. Harrison directed episodes of Trapper John and produced the series Two Guys, One Truck. He's appeared in Broadway's Chicago as well as The Turing Show. Harrison was also in several smaller films. Matthew Brooks had a run on Days of Our Lives and Shaky Ground with an appearance in the film Beethoven. He also got an Emmy nom for costume design. Ashley Blair Sterling already had runs on Santa Barbara, Days of Our Lives, and L.A. Law prior to The Family Man. She would later be a regular on Getting By. Josh Byrne would go on to a regular role on Step by Step, after which he left the business. Ed Winner began his career doing Shakespeare at a festival in Oregon. This led to Broadway in Cabaret with a Tony nom and Promises, Promises and another Tony nom. Being a Broadway actor, he got roles on Soaps, which led to TV work on Adam's Rib, Karen, The Feather and Father Gang, Soap, Project UFO, Dallas, the 1984 version of Empire, Hollywood Beat, 9 to 5, Herman's Head, and The Angry Beavers doing voice work, along with films The Parallax View and Porky's 2. But Winter is best remembered as CIA operative Colonel Flagg on MASH. Winter passed in 2001. Peter Paros got his start behind the scenes, working at a special effect miniatures company. He moved on stage in theater and then began getting TV jobs. Knight Rider, The Young and the Restless, The New Adam 12, Santa Barbara, One Life to Live, As the World Turns, as Dr. Ben Harris, and OWN soap The Haves and the Have-Nots. Nancy Everhart had a small role in TV movie Born Beautiful, which led to a lot of TV guest work. She was a regular or recurred on Houston Nights, Reasonable Doubts, The Untouchables, and Everwood. Everhard also appeared in Deep Star Six, The Punisher, and Another 48 Hours. The Family Man had a torturous road to completing a single season. CBS was desperately looking for younger viewers, they still are the oldest skewing broadcast network, and they turned to Miller Boyett for help. CBS had just grabbed The Hogan Family from NBC, and they needed a sitcom to go along with it. The series was originally called Five Alarm Family, but was changed to promote Harrison's role. Miller Boyett saw it as a modern My Three Sons. Both series were placed on Saturday night. Remember when networks hadn't yet given up on Saturdays? But each series dragged the other down, and the Hogan family was gone. The network still thought the family man could work, with plans to pair it with Spielberg cartoon Family Dog, naming it The Family Hour. But the cartoon fell behind in production. Family Dog didn't reach TV until 1993, where it failed miserably. Finally, The Family Man returned in the summer, with two of the poker buddies gone and Everhard added as a love interest, to be shown two nights a week. Monday episodes would concentrate on the dad, while Wednesday episodes would focus on the kids, with appropriate lead-ins for each. It still didn't work, and the show was gone. 
but the late cancellation resulted in shots of Harrison in the next fall TV season's promos. I caught an episode on YouTube. The opening is classic Miller Boyett, spotlighting each cast member doing something and grinning. It's a rare example of Miller Boyett without lyrics. The father-in-law is bringing over his new girlfriend while the dad is asked to coach his kid's basketball team after the regular coach has heart issues, hilarious, and is pressured to only play the good players. At one point, it appears even the laugh track gave up, resulting in multiple late cues. We'll wrap up 1990s sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.